Hello, everybody. Thank you very much for coming and welcome to our convocation event. I am Margarita, the treasurer for LSA. Latinx Student Alliance is a source of encouragement, strength, and support for Latino students. It is another outlet for people to be themselves and facilitate the transition for Hispanic studies to the university. LSA provides a place for Latinx students to celebrate and take pride in their heritage, as well as an opportunity for non-Latinx people to embrace the rich culture of the Spanish-speaking people. Holy Week is a week-long celebration that takes place all over Spain, Latin America, and other Catholic regions, where festivals, parades, and other gathering events take place, celebrating the Passion of Christ. It is a week leading up to Easter Sunday, commemorating the journey of Jesus Christ, such as Palm Sunday, Good Friday, and Easter Sunday. Holy Week is a major part of our tradition, a tradition that shows a blending of Christianity, Spanish Catholicism, and Na Native American traditions and rituals. Up next, Ariel will do the welcoming in Spanish. Eh, buenos días, eh, soy miembro de LSA, eh, la Asociación Estudiantil de Latinos eh, en la Universidad. Eh, este, este día estaremos celebrando y conmemorando la Semana Santa, que es una celebración que conlleva a la celebración del, del, de, la, de la Pasión de Cristo. Eh, LSA, como Margarita mencionó, es una organización que apoya y soporta a los estudiantes latinos en la Universidad en su transición estudiantil y escolar. Y, Queremos agradecer y celebrar esta, esta celebración porque es algo que representa nuestra cultura, eh, nuestras tradiciones y costumbres. Muchas gracias. Up next, we have the celebration worship. If you could join us and please stand um, to worship. Tan plena 
guys can bow your heads with me before you pray. Um, thank you, Lord, for this time um, to worship and be together as a campus and community um, and for helping us remember why we're here and why we're thankful um, to be in your presence. Um, gracias a Dios por todo lo que nos das, um, por la oportunidad de estar aquí um, para alabarte y celebrarte a ti um, y todo lo que has hecho por nosotros y recordarnos por qué es tan importante um, ser parte de tu fe y, tu, y de tu comunidad. Um, and it's in your name we pray. Um, amen. Good morning. morning. It's good to be with you guys. Um, my name is Olivia. I am um, the pastor of Generational Ministries at the Church of the Nazarene in Harrisonburg. And just so you know a little bit about me, I've been on staff there for about five years. I grew up in the area, went to school in Boston, Massachusetts, and then came back in the spring of 2017, and I've been there ever since. Um, some important things for you to know about me. Um, one, I have a husky named Grizzly. He's very bad, but he's very cute. And so if you're interested in seeing pictures, I have plenty afterwards. Um, and another good thing to know about me is that I have an adorable niece, and I love being an aunt. Yeah, and I'm Chris. I get to serve as the pastor of student ministries at the Church of the Nazarene, and I didn't get to grow up in the valley um, like Olivia, but I grew up in Fredericksburg, Virginia, and then I went to Idaho out of all places. I went to Idaho uh, for school, and I graduated last spring and actually came to the valley this past summer to join our church staff. Um, and a fun fact about me is that my favorite color is orange, um, like a sunset orange. I used to be a neon orange when I was in middle school, but I grew past that. Uh, and um, just like Olivia, who has an, who's an aunt, I'm also an uncle of a two-year-old who's obsessed with trains and hates the beach. He's very cute. He's very cute. Our, our nieces and nephews are very cute, um, not to brag. But we have been working um, together for about four years on and off. Chris has interned at our church while he was in college, so we've gotten to know each other really well. But we've been consistently working together since this past summer, for, so for not quite a year. Um, but a lot has happened since we started working together. And the biggest thing, probably, is that we've gotten the opportunity to work together to merge our English-speaking youth group and our Spanish-speaking youth group into one bilingual youth ministry called Movement. Um, and so this kind of like bilingual ministry speaking opportunity is very, not only really meaningful to us, but it's actually like super exciting and fun. We really believe in this kind of thing. Yeah, for sure. And we're so excited to be here and share with you guys, um, with you all, some of our thoughts and understandings of Holy Week. Um, but I will say we've only really tried speaking in two languages um, at the same time once before. Um, so, and it wasn't perfect, so just bear with us as we, uh, as we work through this message together. By it wasn't perfect, he means I messed up because we tried, like, Spanish first, and that wasn't our best move, and so I got really lost. So, um, yeah, just bear with us. But before we get started, I do want to pray for you guys, so bow your heads and pray with me. Lord, we are so grateful just to be in your presence this morning. Um, we are grateful for the truth of your word. Um, we thank you for just the story of Holy Week, and not only the story of Holy Week, but for the truth that it has for us, for the meaning that Holy Week has for us. Um, so God, we just, um, we love you and we are so grateful to be here with you. Um, and I pray that you would just speak to us now through your word and your name. Amen. Amen. So the story of Holy Week is full of unlikely people, 
um, people that we would probably miss if we weren't paying close attention to the details we find in the gospel. So today, this morning, we're going to spend some time looking um, more at one person in particular. Her name is Mary Magdalene. Sí, la historia de la Semana Santa está llena de personas no esperadas, personas de que otro modo nos perderíamos si no prestamos atención a los detalles de los evangelios. En sí, pasaremos un poco de tiempo observando a una persona en particular y su nombre es María Magdalena. So we read about Mary early on in Jesus' ministry. We read that she is a part of this group of women um, who are cleansed of evil spirits. Um, we know that after she was cleansed of these evil spirits, that she remained really faithful to Jesus' ministry. So from the text, we understand that Mary was a super active part of Jesus' ministry here on earth, but especially so in his journey towards the cross. Leemos acerca de María temprano en el ministerio de Jesús. El Evangelio de Lucas nos dice que ella pertenecía a un grupo de mujeres que fueron limpiadas de malos espíritus. Sabemos que después de que fue limpiada, permaneció fiel a Jesús. Del texto, entendemos que María fue una parte activa en el tiempo de Jesús aquí en la tierra, especialmente en su camino a la cruz. So we, you and I, we observe Holy Week as an act of remembering those days leading up to the cross, to Jesus' death. Um, but we also know that Mary Magdalene actually lived that experience in real time. So this morning, we're going to spend some time unpacking the story of Jesus' journey through, to the cross through her perspective. Observamos la Semana Santa como un acto de recordar aquellos días antes de la muerte de Cristo, sabiendo que María vivió esa experiencia. Entonces vamos a dedicar un poco de tiempo de, a desempacar los eventos de la Semana Santa por medio de los ojos de María. So today, on Wednesday, we find ourselves right in the middle of Holy Week. So as we look back um, at the text about this Holy Week, um, we see Jesus entering into Jerusalem on a donkey. We then see him go and flip tables um, in the temple, and then we see him teach and really just prepare for Friday. And so we understand that Mary came to Jerusalem with Jesus, but we actually see her take more of an active role um, in the last part of the week. Sí, ahorita nos encontramos en medio de la Semana Santa, el miércoles, y cuando miramos hacia atrás, miramos a Jesús entrar a Jerusalén en un burro, miramos a Jesús bordar mesas en el templo, enseñando y preparándose para el viernes. Nosotros entendemos que María vino a Jerusalén con Jesús. Pero lo vemos, la vemos tener un papel más activo en la segunda mitad de la semana. So, as we focus on the rest of Holy Week, we know that each day we encounter means something significant to the Christian faith. So, the Thursday of Holy Week is when the Last Supper happens. Um, we see Jesus and his disciples gather for a meal together. Um, and Jesus knows that this would be the last time that they would gather as a group for a meal. Mientras nos enfocamos al resto de la Semana Santa, sepan que cada día significa algo importante para nuestra fe. El jueves de la Semana Santa es el día de la Santa Cena. Jesús y sus discípulos se reunieron en comunidad para comer juntos. Y Jesús sabía que sería la última vez que podrían hacerlo. So we call this Maundy Thursday. And we observe it by partaking in communion in community with, together, with one another together. So at this time in the text... Um, Jesus also washes the disciples' feet. 
Um, and we don't know exactly where Mary was that day. We don't know the specifics, but we know that she was in community with other women, most likely preparing for Passover. Llamamos este día jueves santo. En este momento sabemos que Jesús también lavó los pies de los discípulos, como nos dice el texto. Y para ser honesto, no sabemos exactamente dónde andaba María ese día, pero sabemos que andaba en comunidad, probablemente preparándose para la Pascua. So then we move to Friday. Um, and this is when, in the story, Mary Magdalene shows up again really specifically. Um, at this point in the story, though, Jesus has been arrested. He's been whipped and lynched and sent to die on the cross. Y luego el viernes es cuando María aparece una vez más explícitamente en la historia. Y a este punto Jesús ya ha sido arrestado, azotado, linchado y puesto a morir en una cruz. So on Friday, we read in the Gospel of Mark in chapter 15 um, that with a loud cry on the cross, Jesus took his last breath. And then Mark actually notes that there were some women watching from a distance. Among them was Mary Magdalene. These women had followed Jesus and cared for his needs. Many other women who had come up with Jesus to Jerusalem were also there. Y hablando sobre este, el viernes, el evangelio de Marcos, en el capítulo 15, nos cuenta que con un, un fuerte grito en la cruz, Jesús tomó su último aliento. Marcos también nos dice que, que habían algunas mujeres que miraban desde lejos. Entre ellas estaba María Magdalena. Estas mujeres lo habían seguido y atendido. Además, había allí muchas otras que habían subido con Jesús a Jerusalén. So on Friday, in the midst of this terror, with Jesus being sent to the cross, um, we actually see the men, the followers of Jesus, scatter in fear. But Mary and the other women remained faithful to Christ by staying by his side. So all of Jesus' followers at this point in time were experiencing the loss of Jesus, their friend and teacher. And we see some run, we see some actually deny who he is, But by staying by Jesus' side, Mary shows us what it means to remain faithful through her pain and her suffering. Así, en medio de terror y el sufrimiento del viernes, y mientras los hombres salen corriendo por el miedo, vemos que María y las otras mujeres se mantuvieron fieles a Cristo. Permaneciendo a su lado, todos los seguidores de Cristo estaban experimentando la pérdida de Cristo. Algunos corrieron, otros negaron, pero al permanecer al lado de Jesús, María nos muestra lo que significa permanecer fiel a través de su dolor y sufrimiento. So as we move towards Saturday, as we read the text and look at Saturday, it almost feel like, feels like nothing really happens. But that's actually really significant to us. We read that on Saturday, Mary rested because she was observing the Sabbath, the day of rest. Um, and while that doesn't really seem important to the story, we're invited to put ourselves in the shoes of Mary. Avanzando al sábado parece como si nada pasara realmente, pero eso es lo que hace tal día tan importante para nosotros. Leemos que el sábado María descansó porque estaba observando el día de descanso y mientras pueda parecer no tan importante en la historia, somos invitados a ponernos en los zapatos de María. So as we do that, as we put ourselves in the shoes of Mary, we see that she has been learning from Jesus for a couple of years. She's been hearing his voice, being in his presence, being near to him. But then suddenly Jesus is taken away by an unjust death on the cross. And for the first time in years, 
Mary is experiencing the silence of God. Sabemos que por años María ha aprendido de Jesús escuchando su voz y estando en su presencia, pero Jesús es arrebatado por una muerte injusta en la cruz y por primera vez en años María experimenta el silencio de Dios. So if I were in her shoes, if I were in Mary's shoes, I might want to ignore the expectation to be still, to rest on the Sabbath day. I might try to get justice or make the wrong right, um, but we don't see Mary do any of that. Um, we see her sit in the silence, um, and all the while, Mary is teaching us that as we sit in silence, sometimes that's not a negative thing. That in the silence, um, sometimes our call is just to wait. Si estuviéramos en el lugar de María, podría ser que queremos ignorar la expectativa de estar quietos o de descansar en el sábado, enfocarnos de traer justicia o corregir lo incorrecto. Pero aquí vemos que María hace nada de eso. Lo que vemos es que se sienta en el silencio. Mientras tanto, nos enseña que experimentar el silencio no es siempre Negativo. Lo que aprendemos, lo que ella nos muestra es que a veces tenemos que esperar. So then we look towards Sunday, and this is the culmination of Holy Week. This is what we call Easter Sunday. Three days had passed since Jesus was nailed to the cross. The sun rises, and we find Mary Magdalene and the other women at the tomb of Christ. Y ahí miramos hasta el domingo, el fin de la Semana Santa. Ya habían pasado tres días de que Jesús fue clavado en una cruz. Sale el sol y encontramos a María Magdalena y las otras mujeres en la tumba de Cristo. So we're going to read a passage from Luke 24, verses 1 through 10. I'm going to read it all in English, and then Chris will read it in Spanish. It says this, On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the women took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, But when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside, beside them. In their fright, the women bowed down with their faces to the ground. But the men said, why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here. He has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still with you in Galilee. The Son of Man must be delivered over to the hand of sinners, be crucified, and on the third day be raised again. Then... They remembered his words. When they came back to the tomb, they told all these things to the eleven and to all the others. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary, mother of the James, and the others with them who told this to the apostles. El Evangelio de Lucas, el capítulo 24, versículos 1 a 10, nos dicen esto. Dice, el primer día de la semana, muy de mañana, las mujeres fueron al sepulcro, llevando las especies aromáticas que habían preparado. Encontraron que habían sido quitada la piedra que cubría y al entrar no hallaron el cuerpo del Señor Jesús. Mientras se preguntaban qué habría, había pasado, se les presentaron dos hombres con ropas resplandecientes. Asustadas, se postraron sobre su rostro, pero ellos les dijeron, ¿Por qué buscan ustedes entre los muertos? Al que vive no está aquí, ha resucitado. Recuerden lo que les dijo cuando todavía estaba con ustedes en Galilea. El Hijo del Hombre tiene que ser entregado en manos de hombres pecadores y ser crucificado. Pero al tercer día resucitará. Entonces ellas se acordaron de las palabras de, ellas acordaron de, las palabras de Jesús al regresar del sepulcro. Les contaron todas esas cosas a los once y a los demás. 
Las mujeres eran María Magdalena, Juana, María, la madre de Jacobo, y los demás que los acompañaban. So the resurrection of Christ was first wit witnessed by Mary Magdalene and the other women. This is important. The ones who remained faithful throughout the week, who remained by Christ's side, these were the ones who witnessed the death, and they are now witnessing the life of Jesus. And the beautiful thing is they witnessed this, they saw the good news, and they ran and told the others what had just happened. La, la resurrección de Cristo, eso es importante, que la resurrección de Cristo fue presenciada por primera vez por, por María Magdalena y ot las otras mujeres que permanecieron fiel toda la semana. Los que, las que presenciaron la muerte ahora están presenciando la vida. Y lo bello de todo esto es que tomaron lo que vieron y corrieron a contárselo a los demás. We keep seeing Mary teach us something. So on Sunday, Mary teaches us that there is hope in darkness. And when we experience such hope that we have a responsibility to share it with others. So God empowered Mary with the truth of the risen Christ. The truth that transformed her and sent her and those with her to share the hope of Christ with others. El domingo y aprendemos que María nos enseña algo cada día, pero el domingo María nos enseña que hay esperanza en la oscuridad. Y cuando experimentamos tal esperanza, tenemos la responsabilidad de ir y compartirla con otros. Dios empoderó a María con la verdad de Cristo, la verdad que la transformó y la envió a compartir la esperanza de Cristo con otros. So through the remaining days of Holy Week, Mary Magdalene helps us see a really complete picture of our faith. We see Mary find strength in the power of her community, and then we see Mary remain faithful despite death, despite suffering and pain, and then we see Mary sit in silence, and then we see her celebrate and share the good news of Christ. Durante los días que faltan de la Semana Santa, María Magdalena nos ayuda a ver una imagen completa de lo que es nuestra Fe. El viernes vemos a María, perdón, el jueves vemos a María encontrar fuerza en el poder de la comunidad. El viernes la vemos permanecer fiel a pesar de la muerte. El sábado la vemos sentarse en el silencio. Y el domingo la vemos celebrar y compartir las buenas nuevas de Cristo. So now we have to ask the question, what does all of this mean for us? Why does this matter? As we look um, at this week in scripture, we see that the people um, in the story were busy. They were busy celebrating, getting ready to celebrate Passover, something they've done for centuries. Um, and they did this, they celebrated Pas Passover to anticipate their freedom that might come in the future. But many of them didn't realize that their freedom, the freedom they were waiting for, was already available in their midst and it was revealed through Christ. Entonces tenemos que preguntar, ¿qué significa esto para nosotros? A mirar esta semana en las Escrituras, vemos que la gente estaba ocupada, preparándose para celebrar la Pascua, algo que han celebrado por siglos, un evento donde anticipan la libertad que un día llegará. Pero muchos de ellos no se dieron cuenta que tal libertad que estaban buscando, que estaban esperando, ya estaba allí, ya estaba presente, revelada por Cristo Jesús. So we want to invite you to put yourself in the story one more time. So for a minute, um, try to put yourself in Mary's shoes. I would ask you to think, where have you placed yourself in the story? 
Have you placed yourself in the pain and suffering of Friday or maybe in the silence of Saturday? Or have you placed yourself in a, in a place where you're experiencing the hope of Sunday? Entonces, um, les queremos invitar a tomar un minuto para ponerse, ponerse en la historia de María. Intente de estar en los zapatos de María. ¿Dónde te has puesto en esa historia? ¿Será que es en el dolor y el sufrimiento del viernes? ¿O del el silencio del sábado? ¿O puede ser que hasta sea la esperanza del domingo? Holy Week, this is, this is an invitation for us to recognize which part of the story that we identify with. Um, it's an invitation to recognize where we're at in order to understand better what it is that we need. Tenemos que entender que la Semana Santa es una invitación de reconocer dónde estamos para entender lo que necesitamos. So, this morning, do you find yourself struggling to be in community? I would invite you during this Holy Week to seek Christ through relationships with others. And if you're on the other side of that, if you find yourself in a place of good, healthy community, I would ask you to consider inviting others into that with you. Entonces, ¿te encuentras luchando para estar en comunidad? Les queremos invitar a buscar a Cristo a través de relaciones con los demás. Y si te encuentras en una comunidad saludable, la invitación es invitar a otros a unirse. But maybe you, you find yourself um, kind of surrounded with pain and suffering. Maybe you relate more to Friday. Um, in that, we're invited to learn how to lament and how to grieve and understand that while we, were, we lament and while we grieve, that God is just as present with us. Puede ser que nos encontremos rodeados de dolor y de sufrimiento y nos identificamos más con el viernes. En esto, estamos invitados a aprender cómo lamentar juntos y entender que Dios siempre está presente en eso. Do you find yourself restless, wanting to have the right answers to the problems? I would invite you to practice solitude, knowing that even in silence, God is near to us. ¿Te encuentras inquieto o inquieta, queriendo tener las respuestas correctas a todos los problemas? La invitación es a practicar la soledad, sabiendo que incluso en el silencio, Dios se acerca a nosotros. The truth is that we all need to experience the good news of Christ, regardless of where we find ourselves. We all need Jesus, the one who brings life where there is death. So we are invited to experience life as God has intended us to. La verdad es que todos necesitamos experimentar las buenas nuevas de Cristo, sin importar dónde nos encontremos, todos necesitamos a Jesús, el que trae vida donde hay muerte. Estamos invitados a experimentar la vida como Dios quiere que lo hagamos. So maybe Holy Week has been going on all around you, all around us, and we have forgotten. Or maybe we felt indifferent, we haven't really cared. Or maybe we've been overwhelmed with grief and suffering and pain. Or, or maybe we're looking for hope and for freedom in other places. But today, regardless of all of that, we're invited to enter into the story, to journey with Christ to the cross through the resurrection. Quizás la Semana Santa ha estado pasando a nuestro alrededor y nos hemos olvidado. O será que nos hemos sentido indiferentes o hemos sentido, nos hemos sentido abrumados por el dolor. O hemos estado buscando tal esperanza y libertad en otros lugares que no sea Cristo, pero hoy 
No importando todo eso, somos invitados a entrar a esta historia, a caminar con Cristo hacia la cruz y a través de la resurrección. And this, I think, is really, really important for us. This is the beauty of Holy Week, that no matter how faithful or faithless we've been, we're still invited to come and experience the freedom that we receive through Christ. So if you're here today, if you're listening and you feel like you've missed out, I would say you have not. We want to invite you to come and see the hope that we have in Christ. Sí, la belleza, la belleza de la Semana Santa es que no importa cuán fiel o infiel hemos sido, todavía estamos invitados a venir y experimentar la libertad que recibimos a través de Cristo. Y si estás escuchando esto y sientes que te has perdido la oportunidad, no es así, te queremos invitar a venir y mirar la esperanza que tenemos en Cristo. And so as we close this morning, I'm going to pray for us. And I'm going to pray in Spanish. Um, and then we'll move with our with the order of service for, for today. So I'm just going to invite you to close your eyes and just reflect on the words that Scripture has for us, of the invitation that's given to us through the Word um, to find life in Christ. So let's pray. Dios, te damos gracias que tú eres un Dios fiel. Te damos gracias que eres fiel, no importando qué tan fiel seamos nosotros. En esta mañana, Señor, estamos leyendo el texto de la Semana Santa, Señor. Estamos viendo cómo María Magdalena experimentó la Semana Santa. Y te pedimos, Señor, que nos des fe para estar firme como María, Señor. Te pedimos, Señor, que, que, no, nos, que, que no tomemos esta semana, Señor, como opcional, pero como una invitación de experimentar tu presencia y tu gloria en la tierra, porque tú eres el Dios que está vivo y sigues trabajando en nuestras vidas. Y tú extiendes esa invitación a todos que vengan a ver las buenas nuevas de Cristo y experimentar la nueva vida en tu presencia. Y oramos, y oramos todo esto. We pray all this in the, in the name of the one who died and resurrected, Jesus Christ. Amen. Um, thank you, Pastor Olivia and Chris, um, and thank you, you guys, for joining us and being with us during this beautiful service. Um, there will be chips and salsas, refreshments, and homemade tamales outside to the right for you guys after. Thank you. Yeah, let's share appreciation to LSA and to our pastors. Brian, our university chaplain, and uh, it's been my privilege to walk alongside and support LSA leaders and their advisor, Celeste Thomas, for this Holy Week campus worship service. There are some additional Holy Week happenings right here on campus or downtown. Um, two that I want to highlight, the, the um, Friday, Good Friday Crosswalk uh, through downtown. It starts at noon at Blessed Sacrament Catholic Church and then it moves walking through downtown to different places where there's scripture recited from our, our Shenandoah Valley Biblical Storytellers group and there's a, people carry a cross and we follow it from place to place. I found this to be a very meaningful 
somber, um, getting in touch with lament and grief, but also that space for silence that, that you talked about uh, experience. Um, and then Sunday, right here on campus, if you are inclined, get up early and walk to the top of the hill, um, 630, uh, it's joining um, early church. And I'm told that folks are welcome, neighbors are welcome. What they do is walk in silence to the top of the hill, and then you'll hear a proclamation, and then it goes from, from there. Now, I, I'm sure every Christian church in this area is on to Easter. <laughs> this is a huge week. If you're looking for connections and congregations, there are Monday, Thursday, and Good Friday, and of course, Easter Sunday um, celebrations. Just, just find one and engage and embrace. We have a time of fellowship. I'm excited about that. Clay, we're going to go straight to fellowship and um, stick around a little while. Maybe scan out first for convocation points and, and then grab some food. Thank you. Go in peace. Go in the resurrection.